0: Welcome to Answers from the Stairs, an off-the-cuff chat with Chris Vester. On this show, Chris provides insight on all areas of your life, whether it be your business, your relationships, or your health. Chris is a longtime business owner and coach looking to help everyone and anyone find their purpose and beat mediocrity. In his experience, he can teach anyone to reach their true potential. If you're ready to realize your God-given talents, then welcome to the show. Change. You know, change is inevitable in life. We're going to go through periods of change. Change is constant. The one thing that never changes is that there's going to be change. Um, and heard something today that, man, it, it smacked me right across the face because I see it in, in me. So, such a drastic <laughs> truth was said this morning. And it was that most people change just enough to escape their circumstances. But nobody, or very few people, change enough to solve the problem. And I I go through and I think about all the situations where uh, that I've been in myself that have required change. And that change has just been enough to really escape the circumstance. It's never, for the most part, it's not really been enough to change or solve the problem. Not looking at the problem in the bigger picture, just looking at the right now. And they, he, he talked about one of the things that, that comes from that is being able to, to start thinking proactively. If you begin to change to solve problems, then your thought process has become pr- proactive rather than reactive. And you know, our leadership team talks about you know, how do we get our staff, how do we get the people in the organization to start thinking proactively and not reactively. How do we get them to solve problems before they happen? And and when you hear something as simple as, well, most people don't change to solve a problem, they change to escape the circumstances, you see why that task is so difficult. It's difficult for me to change that. You know, I, I feel like I'm a proactive thinker. And then I hear this and I go, well, maybe I'm not because I do change most of the time just to escape a circumstance, not to solve the problem. Problem solving requires a lot more thought, requires a tremendous amount more action, and probably a lot more discomfort. You know, we grow through discomfort. So, ch- change not to fit your circumstances, but to solve your problem. Man, that was strong for me today. Yesterday, I talked about change. Most people change to to, to get out of a situation and not to really solve the problem you got, that maybe got them into that situation. Um, today I want to talk about how do you know when to change? You know, most people don't change when they feel the need. <laughs> John Maxwell says most people change when they feel the heat. That it takes some driving force to produce that change. To get you to start thinking proactively, it usually takes some... Type of major event, which goes back to yesterday, if most people change just enough to get out of the situation and not really to solve the problem. So when I think about how over the last couple of years, you know, we've worked on the strategic plan of ours, you know, we've we have talked about and and put into put on paper a lot of changes and a lot of um, planning, right? A lot of things that we knew we know we need to do different that would help. Drive the business forward, and that's kind of where it stops at. It, it, it stops at the paper. You know, where not all the time, but in issues that continue to come up, it, it those those ideas stop at the piece of paper. They don't continue until there's heat in a particular area, and then it's all of a sudden a drastic measure to fix that problem, not to address the need. Right. So just looking at how to apply this to us and our business and me into my life is knowing that I need to change proactively and not just change when there's heat you know knowing that the change has to be a constant development the change is not something that is painful and that has to be done it's something that should be done you know growth and change should be done I think a couple weeks ago I talked about growth equals happiness. When you see things that are growing, they're happy, whether it's a growing family, a growing relationship, a growing business. When things are growing, there's usually a happiness there. So, again, that all goes back to change. Growth requires change. And change, not because you feel the need, but because you feel the heat, is not the right way to go. Change because you need to change. Something that needs to be done. Obsessed. You know, on my Instagram I've got a bunch of different hashtags that I feel like kind of kind of describe me. Some of them positive, some of them negative. Um, but obsessed is one of those. And I was listening this morning to Evan Stewart on his podcast interview my coach Michael Burke. I know a lot of you probably heard of Coach Burke. A couple a few incredible books one of them being everybody needs a coach and they talk about this idea of obsessed what does it mean to be obsessed and what resonated with me was one of my personal obsessions in our business is to create an environment where everybody can become their most successful self whatever they deem whatever they see as success finding chasing their calling right if their callings in our business how can I help them chase it <clears throat> they talk about environment and that's what spoke to me that the the environment that someone's in is either feeding their future success or detracting from their future success that's what i want to do my one of my obsessions is creating an environment that feeds everybody's future success and we've got a hundred and i think now actually 180 plus employees in our organization. And all I want to do is feed their success. I just, what can we do? What can we put in place? What procedures can we put in place? What processes can we put in place? What training can we put in place? What opportunities can we put in place for everyone to be successful? So the idea of your environment does one or two things. It either enhances or encourages or feeds your future success or it detracts from it. So those of you that are out there that are leaders in your organization, or part of a leadership team, I challenge you with the same challenge I've given myself. What are you doing today? Number one, is it your obsession to grow the success of everyone in the organization, or grow the community, or whatever it is that you're trying to grow? And in every single day, is it truly an obsession to help create the environment, that happens in every day not two days a week not three days a week every single day what are you doing to create the environment that feeds the future success of whoever you're trying to touch it's a heavy message for me today um and some validation <laughs> you know somebody said the other day why do you listen to me podcasts i was like maybe it takes me listening listen to that many to to finally hear somebody that validates me because, you know, we all do want to hear an echo, right? I talked about that a few few weeks ago. Um, but it's true. What are you doing today to create the environment for every, everybody you're around to feed their future success and not pull from it? Mind control is real. I know that sounds like a very strange title. But I want to go back to a conversation I had with a team member this week and he came to me with a suggestion of trying to get some help outside of work. And really, I, I didn't I didn't see the need in it, but I wanted him to do a deeper look as to why he thought he needed that particular help. And one of the first things I did was ask him to just inventory his day. I said, I'm not going to judge how you how you handle your day. just inventory your day. Just anything that has to do, with work just let's inventory the time you spend there and I could see the look of deflation on those faces and that's not what you want to see when somebody comes to you for some advice or help and um, so I asked I said why why do you have that look and he said he said I've just what if I've come to realize that I'm just lazy I said okay well what can you do about that you know what what is it that you can do to change that he said can you change it which to me (laughs) means can you change your mindset And I, of course, went into exactly, yes, absolutely, you can change your mindset. And it it led me back to the book that we're reading as a leadership team this month called Way of the Warrior by Erwin McManus. And yes, it's a a book on faith. You wonder, okay, why are you getting a business leadership team to lead a book, read a book that is a faith-based book? But I believe that there's a lot of correlations to getting your faith right and translating that into your business. So we've been reading it this month, and I went back and actually looked for the passage in the book that talks about mindset, you know, how important mindset is and how mindset is derived. And Mr. McManus, or Pastor McManus, makes a, a, a really good analogy when he talks about the the brain is basically a very lazy muscle. So once we learn something, we don't want to earn money. So it's easy for us to learn. Our brain is always trying to look to learn. Once we learn something, we don't wanna let go of that, which creates how we view the world and our mindset on things. So you've got to consciously know and look for a way to expand your mind, knowing that it'll, it'll take whatever you feed it. The problem is after a while, because we have this dead set mindset, we begin to only feed it things that agree with our mindset. And if we hear things that don't agree with us, we mistake them and distort them so they do agree with us or they make us angry, right? So recognizing the fact that we can control our mind, we can control our mindset, we just have to make the decision to do that, to make a decision to get uncomfortable, putting ourselves and putting information in front of of us that changes our mindset or maybe just doesn't agree with our mindset. So that once we've learned something, we can't unlearn, unlearn it. You know, that's that's the whole idea of you know getting everyone together for this leadership team, you know, personal development is putting everybody on the same book so that we're all learning this process together, these these thoughts together. While we discuss the book, we can actually discuss how we all saw it because we all read the book with a different mindset. We all we all look at it differently, so we're all going to take something different from the book. So I sat with the first gentleman I was talking about and I told you, you got to understand you control the mindset, you know, you just said that you were lazy, so what can you do to change that? That's a hard one, (laughs) right, because expanding your mind means not being lazy or fighting being lazy. But maybe it's like everything else, when you have a problem, the first rule and the first step to overcoming the problem is admitting the problem. Thank you for listening to Answers from the Stairs with Chris Vester and for using the insights you gained to find your purpose and strength in anything you do. Tune in next week for another chat with Chris. And don't forget that reaching your true potential is not easy, but it's worth the work to find it and live in it. Until next time.